Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey. <laughs> Howdy doody. Howdy doody. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Legend. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh man. <laughs> We're back. Took the week off. Yeah. America's birthday, Phil. America. <laughs> Did you go out on a boat and just take your shirt off and wave Trump flags? Yeah. <laughs> Drink white cloths. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Basically describing your weekend last weekend. Just Phil, no shirt on, white claws. Uh huh. Boats. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Trump flags. Trump 2024. Yep. Uh huh. It was stolen. Yeah. <laughs> Plandemic. <laughs> Phil in a nutshell, dude. (laughs) (laughs) The isms, dude. Plandemic. Dude. Well, Uh, you were there. I mean, that's your that's you too. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You're just trying to paint a picture for the people. I get it. (laughs) All about that life, dude. That's my whole life. Oh, man, this is going to be a good show. Um, welcome to the Drum Brigade podcast. I'm Corey Kingston over there in studio. Yeah. Yes. Just looking like a Ken doll over here. It's the one. It's the only fantastic, funky, filthy Trump supporting Phil Pardell. Damn it. <laughs> I don't know. This is not a political show. So if you support Trump, like you're welcome to listen to this show, too. It's all good. It's just I'm just trying to paint the picture of what Phil truly is. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> there's white claw in that coffee cup right yeah it's it's actually coffee mixed with white claw dude you know what i heard that like some people it's do like the lemon kind of yeah. you know something that really <laughs> even goes worse, coffee. Dude. <laughs> that's even worse did I've, i make it in lemon i don't know <laughs> dude i haven't drank for almost a year it'll be a year next month yes yes not even a sip. Although I did have bananas foster yesterday and they poured rum on it. Well, there it goes. And they lit it on fire. You cheated it. And then I ate it and some of the rum didn't burn. So it was like I was drinking bananas foster. You got wasted. I got wait. I was like, I told my wife, I feel kind of lightheaded in my face. <laughs> I might be drunk <laughs> from eating a bananas foster, dude. Um, I've heard some people like will do a so a vodka and soda, but then replace the soda with white claw. Oh, jeez, that's a that's, <laughs> that's a pretty, party life right there. That's dude. a serious drink. That is party life, dude. That's what your Fourth of July looked like. Yeah, that's like a I'm looking to black out tonight kind yes, of drink. Yeah. White claws, vodka, and sodas, no shirt, on a boat, lighting bottle rockets from your butt. Yeah. That's your weekend. In a fire danger zone. (laughs) Exactly. Like just dry brush everywhere. Gender reveals in the forest. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's Phil's weekend. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. These colors don't run, baby. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, dude. (laughs) <laughs> let's just forget it all and let's just get into it, dude. Like, what are we waiting for? Like, let's not waste any more time. It's Monday. It's fun day. Yeah. And it's a Drum Brigade podcast. Episode 116? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm in a good mood today. Today, it just kicked off. It just kicked off in a right way. And I have a lot to be angry about, Phil, which we will get into. I'm excited. But it kicked off right. 
You did chops and coffee this morning. It was a little small group. Had some fun. Chatted about stuff. Went to the beach for a minute. And now I'm here. You know? Nice. So had a very, very busy week, though. Lot Like, when I say the floodgates have opened, pff, like, it's like the pandemic never happened. Yeah. I'm just, I went from nothing to everything overnight. Dang. And I'm, like, exhausted. That's why I got a big old giant iced coffee here. Yeah. I'm sorry I didn't get you one, Phil. That's okay. Gosh, I'm I still have idiot. coffee. I brought coffee from Phil's Castle. Okay, good. I've already had a Corey's Castle coffee, mm. but I needed a refill, and... I was thinking, you know, I should probably get Phil a coffee. He's going to want one. It's okay. And then I was like, yeah, he already has a coffee. I always picture you with like a 32-ounce coffee, and you're like, this is my fifth one of the day, and it's only 10 o'clock. It's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much how my day goes. Um, man, Phil, how's it going? You went on a camping trip? Yeah, not not quite camping, but yeah, it was, a, it was a family. We did a family vacay trip up Palomar Mountain. Yes, my favorite place. Dude. Yeah, it's great up there. At, there's a place called Bailey's up there. I don't know if you know that. It's like a, so. it's a uh, kind of a historic resort. Really? Yeah. Like people, there were settlers up there that, that um, you know, in the 1800s. Yeah. And there, there were like one of the first families that found Oceanside. No. No, well, they're one I, of the first. There was like one of the first families that like uh, did homesteading up there oh, on Palomar okay. Mountain. I thought that was all like Indian, like Native American territory. It was. It was actually a big part. So Charlotte, Dor- Charlotte gets really in. My wife Charlotte gets really into um, historical stuff. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. so she did a lot of digging and, um, yeah, like it was. They helped. The only reason that like <laughs> white people were pretty much able to get up there and survive was help from the native population. I see. Um, they kind of showed them the ropes and yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cool. And there was actually an, an African American man that lived up there. Well, and there's, uh, there's a lot of scandalous stuff out there. Yeah. It's really jacked up. It's <laughs> really jacked up. We should go up there, me and you. Like and just they, they, <laughs> There was like all this like, you know, BS, like white person history uh-huh. of, of who he was that was just completely wrong. Mm. And like he, he was like super awesome, super self-sufficient and like really helped out people that needed help all the time. And wow. knew, knew his stuff, but they, they still like. He still had this like notorious reputation, even right. though it was like, all lies. It was well, it's all American just, like, history. Stupid so. racist lies. But um, we should go and reenact some of the history, Phil, me and you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was super fun. It was cool. We'd stayed at a cabin. It's nice. this, this place has like a bunch of cabins and like new yurts and new cabins oh. and old cabins. We stayed in one that was probably about a hundred years old really yeah dude i mean it's been upgraded they like you know to still be functional and stuff but like so confused though i go i go up to palomar mountain like at least once a month to go hiking but i always go to the same spot i should try to switch it up but like i don't know i had no idea any of this was up there yeah well it's private property i mean it's Ah. it's like uh their own but it's like 150 acres. What? 
that they have and, and Palomar they, Mountain's not that big. Um they're actually like in the process of upgrading a bunch of the cabins and building new cabins and yurts and other places that you can stay. Nice. And they've got a bunch of spots. It's pretty reasonably priced. And then I want to go. There's dude. like hiking on the property. And yeah. then it's really close to the state park for other hiking. Okay, so yeah, that I normally go to the state park. Like I almost always, and I know like pretty much all the trails on that that state park. And like there's like a five or six mile loop that I like to do. It's pretty hilly. That's fun. But what I love about Palomar Mountain is like you can go to the beach and go swimming, and then in an hour you could be up in the forest. Like it's beautiful up there. It's incredible. We we're, yeah. we're really fortunate where we live to be able to like have an hour that way and we're at you know 5000 feet up right on the top of a gorgeous mountain covered in forest mm-hmm. and great hiking and like yeah. it's natural springs and then you know 20 minutes that way we're at the beach. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's that simple in in like yeah 45 minutes that way you're in a different country, you know? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> It's really crazy, man. It's like uh, in the wintertime, too, especially, like it is amazing up there. I want to go up in the winter. It's beautiful because it's it's just a full-on winter wonderland, dude. It's full-on snow everywhere. Like, and you're you're hiking in snow. Dude, we should get cabins in the winter and go up there. I would be so down with that. Felix hated hiking. Really? So much. (laughs) So wait, this was his first trip, period, right? No, he's been he's been places. This is like uh, probably our first like really going going and hiking. Um, we hiked. We did little pretty short hikes. Yeah, you know, but it was long for him because he's never been hiking. This is his first bout in hiking in the woods. Oh my <laughs> god, hated it. So he's like he was walking though, like hiking, walking. You didn't wear like the backpack. Baby no. backpack. Yeah, no, I didn't. I mean, I wish I had one for Milo because. Oh, Milo. I thought you were. Okay, sorry. Felix hated it. Felix hated it. Milo uh, was, uh, he's our little one. He's two. And he um, he would walk for a little while, but then he would say, <laughs> he came up with a new phrase, actually. Where, um, you know how, like, you'll say, oh, I'm full. Yeah. Like, I've had too much. I'm, I don't want any more food. I'm full. Uh, he would use that phrase in. in uh, relation to walking, be like I'm full of walking. Pick me up. I'm full of walking. <laughs> so, That's not how that works. He was a little. He was a little sloth, just hanging on us. Oh uh, yeah. Like, so so no backpack for him either. No. Oh I my wish, gosh. I wish we had one because we did a couple pretty, you know, a couple hikes or a couple miles. You know. Yeah. And just holding him. The oh, whole time. dude, that's that's torture. <laughs> And it was sunny and hot. Oh man, it was gorgeous and beautiful, and I loved it. It was awesome. That's that's got to be that's a whole other level of like just hiking with little ones, you know, like because it could be like I never liked hiking until I was an adult. Like I just didn't. I liked when I liked hiking when I was like a teenager, but it was like I don't know. But like now, I love hiking. Like I can't get enough. I just think it's amazing, and it clears your head, and it's just man. But yeah. um, it was phenomenal. Yeah, we did one. We went to a because there's some hiking on the property, like I said. But we also went to some of the state park hiking spots. And dude, state park is beautiful. It's so like, beautiful. That's that's the spot. Like, did you go to where that that lake is? That little pond. 
you end it normally like the trails end right there and there's like a huge meadow and then like it, it's like in between the, the two mountains and i don't think we did that one it's a pretty deep like if you hike that it's a good four three or four miles yeah it's like super hilly no we did um i think it was it, it was only like a mile and a half one mm. over there there's another a, nice one that you get to um like this little um there's one that's called Scott's Cabin Trail, and it's not a cabin. It's like some logs that are just like spread out on the floor, uh-huh. and you always think you're going to get to this cabin, and it's just like, what is this? This is not a cabin. This is like somebody piled up logs. And there's another one that you you start like where that lake is that I'm talking about, and you hike all the way through this canyon, and then, but it's only it's only one way. It's not a loop, so you get there, and then you just have to hike back. But it's like uh, you get to this like stone little like lookout thing on the river. That one's that one's really cool. That's rad. But it, hiking through there in the winter time is so awesome. It is like there, it's covered in snow. It's beautiful. So, um, well, for me, I uh, played lots of gigs this week. I played lots of gigs. Yeah. And, um, I have quite a few, quite a few things to say. Do you want the big one or do you want the little one first? Um, let's do the little one first. Let's get it. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear that right now. All right. Now. I have a subject matter that I need to get on, so this is going to be a short one. Um, man, I have, I have so many written down. Uh... Man, I have Bridezilla. Didn't didn't like any of the music. <laughs> Pop for cocktail. Like hit me, baby, one more time. What? I don't even. I don't even remember this. I have so many soapbox. I don't even remember a, this. Do you have a note in your phone? Going? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Bozo at baby shower. Well, I'm spoken for. That's a that's a story. <laughs> DJ Ross at wedding. Let's talk about DJ Ross, dude. <laughs> Holy moly. Okay, you first of all, you guys know about my vendetta against DJs at weddings. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. I don't like DJs at weddings, Phil. <laughs> like, you didn't make it as a musician. Uh, let me paint the picture, okay? Picture Paul Blart, the mall cop. Yes. But older bald bald head like shaved bald head with a goatee and then paul blart like he's wearing like a fancy shirt like a full full goatee like a donut full goatee like mall cop goatee okay uh old guy old guy trying to hang on like this is what the cool young kids do right goatee yeah okay i'm going with it Mm -hmm. goatee uh fancy shirt like neon blue DJ baggy, DJ baggy shirt. Okay. Like shiny. Shiny vest, vest on. The baggiest pants you've ever seen. Cement blocks. Yeah. Very, very fat and chubby and obnoxious looking. Were they pleated slacks? Pleated slacks. 100%. I knew it. And the black, (laughs) the black like cement block shoes on that you get at Costco. (laughs) But, you know, he's trying to pass them as dress shoes. Yeah. 
They're black. Whatever. Has the uh, what is the guys that that take care of the president, the secret agents or whatever, like secret service. Secret service. Uh-huh. He has one of the secret service curly earpieces in. Really, the, with the little with the curlies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he has one of those in because he's official, <laughs> and he's DJing the wedding, and he's like the the MC, and he's like the, the this guy's got to be like sixty eight, sixty seven. And Wait, I, does he have someone like on the other end that he's uh, of his? I have no idea. Piece? I don't know when DJing became that like crucial where you need like Secret Service agent earpieces in your ear. I'm I'm not curious. I, okay, well this guy like kind of. I think he like runs the place too. Okay, so I I can't I couldn't figure it out. Dude. Might be a bundle deal. It might, I think it's a bundle deal. Yeah, we'll throw in a DJ for free. You book our place. Book our we we take care of catering in house. We provide the DJ. You hire the band. You hire the band. We don't do bands. Yeah. Yes, that's the situation. Sweet. And um, flowers. We got them. Okay. It's at a winery in Temecula. We got the ambiance. The whole thing. DJ Ross is a package deal, and he also is like the guy that's like he's security too. Yeah. Okay. So president's coming got you covered i already got the earpiece set yeah yeah um so he's like we walk in and he's immediately that guy that gets me on a soapbox he's telling us what to do he's talking too much okay he's talking too much and i'm like you need to leave me alone you need to just stop talking uh so he's like all right guys here's how it's gonna go down like he's that kind of guy uh first of all you can hear how loud this room is uh, this room has way too much like acoustics. So the bands that we we never really have bands. I normally cover everything, but since we do have a band, you guys need to be aware of how loud this room is. And he's like, "I'm talking to the drummer. I'm I'm putting cymbals on. I'm talking to the drummer over here because I used to be a drummer, so I know how it is. We only have two volumes, loud and louder." <laughs> I'm already like I'm I'm going to the car to get my soapbox. Okay. Man, he came out of the gate hot. Huh? Out of the gate. He was ready. Not, hey man, how you doing? I'm I'm DJ Ross. I'm gonna be helping you guys. It's like I'm gonna Nothing. tell you how it is. I'm gonna tell you how it is. This is my house. You have two volumes, loud and louder. Never heard me play at all. <laughs> Has no idea who I am. Is just looking at the drums. <laughs> I'm the guys all look at me like Oh boy. And I'm just like putting my symbols on. Like I'm going to pretend like I didn't hear that. I'm going to pretend like I didn't hear that because I'm about to break this full off right now. (laughs) And like, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to kill this dude. So he's like, and I've looked over your list. So I'll make sure I play all the songs that are on your list. Oh, I'm like, Oh my God, funny joke. Like you're, you're such an idiot. He's a comedian. He's a comedian too. Damn. Where, so, all right. I need to know the name of this place so I can get this deal for when I get my second wife. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. It's a, it's a winery in Temecula. You know, it's a nice place, but it is. <sighs> By the way, show up to the gig. Forgot my, my floor tom legs. Ooh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm already on edge because I have no floor tom legs. What'd you do? I had an extra snare stand in my car. 
So I just lowered the snare st- stand and had my floor tom like as high as my ride cymbal normally. <laughs> Good thing you had a. Uh, would you brought your fourteen then, huh? Fourteen. Yeah. Woo, it's lucky you didn't have the sixteen. I know, dude. <laughs> So I was like, there was already that. I, like, I look like an idiot with a super high floor tom, you know? And Dude. Like, I've seen someone do a trick where they use drumsticks as legs. Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't think about that. I mean, it looks, doesn't look super elite, but I guess neither does a floor a tom that's like five feet in the air. <laughs> a beautiful Masters of Maple drum set with drumsticks as floor tom just legs. Just getting rustic, you know? <laughs> oh, God. Um, so yeah. And then he, he starts like this wedding dude is just getting pushed back more and more. They, because DJ Rosh obviously had a meeting with them and was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do everything. I'll do all the dances. I'll do all the toasts. I'll do everything. So the band isn't playing anything like it's hard stop at 10. It's like eight 30 and we haven't even played a note yet. Ooh. And like, we're eating dinner and like he's he's just he he wants his moment you know but it's like it's this annoying guy that like he he has to be the boss you know it's like he's that guy he's coming up to you and being like two more songs two more songs yeah. you know and, and it's like i don't i don't need you to tell me dude like we know what we like whatever and like dude wait is he the wedding coordinator too Apparently, I don't know. Shoot. I don't know. He's he's I think he's put himself into that role. So this guy, he starts like we wa- we walk in to like go do our thing, start playing. You should hear what the sound system sounds like. Mm-hmm. It sounds like like a toy like I don't walkie-talkie. Yeah. It sounds like it's so distorted. Ooh. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, like, like, I'd like to welcome, like, it's like, the music is distorted. Like, he has the gain all the way up on his computer, and then he has, like, and it's like, and it's blaring loud. He's telling us that we're too loud. It's blaring loud. It's totally distorted. He has no idea what to say. It's like, let's get a round of applause for the Lucky Devils band, and, like, I'm just like, like, what the heck is wrong with this guy, dude? And it's like, it's just so bad. Oh, my God. That's the best when when someone's that bossy yeah. and, like, specific and, and, like, you know, telling you how it is and they have no clue what they're doing. Yeah. And then, like, we, we finish the night and he's like, one more song. So we finish and then, like, we're all packing up and a couple of us are gone and then... So then he has to come up to us and recap the night. Oh, okay. Give so, you the play by play. Yeah. So, yeah, you know that was a that was a pretty good. It's pretty. You guys were pretty good. You know, a couple songs. You know, you guys. The volume was a little loud. Highs were a little bright, but um, you know, like all in all, I would say that it was pretty good. You know, you guys did a great job. And um, you know, I'm like, oh, thank you, man. The DJ has told us that we did a great. Like, what did we ever do before? We had this guy telling us how to do our job. Like, you're acting like I didn't do this yesterday. I didn't play a wedding gig yesterday. You're acting like, because I'm here with you, now you can tell me that was pretty good. You you were a little loud. He even does, like, you know, consulting Consulting, and, like, like criticism, critiquing you guys so you can really get tight, you know? I'm like, who are these people, dude? This that- is a valuable service. 
who are these guys, dude? Like, what what makes you think that you're gonna you're gonna go up to the band and be like, I used to be a drummer. I'm gonna t- like you guys have never done this before, and because I work at this one place, I know how to do this. Mm-hmm. Your sound system says it all. Your sound system says it all. What, what do you have, Behringer stuff or? Yep. Figured. Behringer. Yes. <laughs> Not that, I mean, you, Behringer can sound good. Yeah. If you like understand gain staging. <laughs> dude, this guy, I wish I, I wish I would have taken a video, dude. It was so bad. It was so bad. And it was like, I'm just like, and I was telling the guitar player, I'm like, man, what did we ever do before this? Like, how would we ever do our job without DJ Ross coming up to us and being like, you guys were good, but Let you need to tighten it up. Yeah, you need to tighten it up on this. <laughs> you need to tighten it up on that. Oh, you need to take your break now. Like, oh, man, like we're, we're just dumb musicians, I guess. Oh don't know gosh. our don't know anything. Dude, DJ Ross. DJ Ross beat it, buddy. I ain't trying to hear that Sick right. Sick of now. that clown. That's glorious. Yeah. I've I have so many soapboxes for weddings right now. <laughs> I have an encyclopedia of soapbox wedding stuff. I haven't done a single wedding God, since it opened. You are back so up. fortunate. And I don't know if I'm going to. I would say don't. I think I'm out of the scene, man. <sighs> for for that for the yeah i think i'm out of the top 40 scene there there's so many situ oh my gosh there's i have to tell you about this thing <laughs> i have to I, I have a real one i have a real one but this one's from two weeks ago family different from my other family thing my, my cousin this is long still, story short. Still your family though, right? My family. Okay. But my other side of my family. Okay. Not my not the side of family I was ranting about last time about COVID. Okay. This side of my family, another party though, get together. Family get together. Cool. My cousin is having a baby. And so she's having a baby shower. Woo. First of all, my soapbox starts with me having to go to a baby shower. <laughs> Men shouldn't have to go to baby showers. Sorry, Phil, I know you have kids and I know you've had baby showers and all that stuff. But, dude, I shouldn't have to go to that, family or not. I don't want to go to graduation parties. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go to wedding showers. I don't want to go to baby showers. Mm -hmm. And I'm 50-50 on whether or not I want to go to your wedding. Yeah. Okay? So just don't invite me. Okay. (sighs) So I'm already like, I'm like, let's make the best out of it. I don't drink, so I'm like, I can't get drunk and like hang out and drink until I'm happy. <laughs> and I'm very limited on what I can eat. So I'm not like, oh, let's just pile on the cake. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what am I going to do at a baby shower? Anyways, I go to this baby shower and it's fun. They have super good food. This They have like a, a friend of, of my, my, my family and friend of my dad and he's like making tacos like real like tj tacos and quesadillas and like it is bomb dude yeah and so i don't eat meat so he's making me quesadillas but he's like it's like the kind where they actually fry the cheese on the on the heater thing (laughs) and oh my gosh i i was kind of sick because i ate like probably like four 
or five quesadillas. Yeah, I was going to say, wait, that's not part of your diet right now. Quesadillas, I'll make an exception on a weekend. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have beans. They had lard in them. Ugh. And then it was, yeah. Anyways, back to my soapbox. Sorry. Okay? And um, so there's family there. Like my cousins are all there. It's it's fun, man. It's like, so it's it's not the Puerto Rican side. It's my black side. So it's good music, good food, good vibes. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and um, that's I mean that's how the Puerto Rican side is too. Good food, good yeah. Anyways, anyways, what am I saying? But then there's other fa- okay. There's other parts of my family that are not my family. So like my cousin, like on her dad's side. She has cousins that are not related to my family, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm her cousin, but then she has cousins on the other side that I've never even met before. Strangers. Yes, they're strangers that I don't know. So they're her family. All right. Well, anyways, um, there's a dude there. It's, it's the same guy. It's the same guy. They're like DJ Ross in the it's house. The same, it's the same dude. This guy's going to grow up to be DJ Ross. There, I have a problem with these guys. There's a guy there. It's her cousin. Uh-huh. He's black dude, but he's like he looks like he's going to a business meeting. It's a Sunday afternoon. It's super chill. I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt. It's like there's probably only two buttons buttoned. Like I'm chilling. This dude is like top button, like polo shirt, tucked in. He's he's Carlton. He's basically Carlton. Yes. Docker pants like super high up to like pleats. Oh yeah. Mm. Pleats. Wait. The dress shoes that have the flat front? Uh, no, he was wearing the um, uh, what's that? What's that like high end business shoe? Um, it's, they they make like wingtips, but they have tennis shoe bottoms. Car- uh, I almost I keep wanting to say Carl Strauss, but it's not Carl Strauss. It's um, yeah, it's beer. Yeah. Anyways, every everybody wears them on every gig because they they fit like tennis shoes, but they're dress shoes. They're like dressy casual. Okay. Um, and uh, he was wearing those. So there, like, he wasn't wearing bad clothes, but it was like when you're in like a business meeting. Like I've had to go into these business meetings for Drum Brigade, and like the guys that I'm like presenting to are those guys. Yeah, tucked in shirts. They're they're college alumni guys. Uh huh. And they're they studied business. And this guy seemed like a poser, wannabe of that. Sweet. He's a dork. He is a dork. He was telling you how to hang out? <laughs> this is even worse, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so then there's another cousin's girl. you got to follow. This is deep. Okay. There's another cousin's girlfriend. God, this is like that Inception movie. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> my cousin's brother, his girlfriend, she's actually from Puerto Rico. Okay. Okay. And um, and then there's like the other guy, the other cousin that is not my cousin. He's just my cousin's cousin. Okay, the nerd. We'll just call him the nerd. <laughs> yes, the nerd, the high water, <laughs> super like dork, super dork. Um, nice looking guy though. You know, is a young guy. He's probably like twenty seven. Sweet. Has a girlfriend. She's she's okay. She's not that cute though. She's but but. You know, he thinks she's beautiful, and that's great. <laughs> and she's like, she's wearing some clothes that she probably shouldn't be wearing because she's like, girlfriend, you can't pull that off. Oh. Okay. Maybe you should wear a bra. Just saying. Ooh. Okay. Maybe you should do some squats. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, Get in the picture. <laughs> um, but, you know, she's cute. It's fine. Yeah. She's great for him. He's a dork, and he has you, and he's proud. Let's move on. Okay. So, <laughs> so I'm not feeling this guy from the get-go. You're not my kind of guy, dude. Clearly. You're not saying hi to me. I'm not saying hi to you because you're not my people. Yeah. And, and, and that's it. So you, could, you would never be able to figure me out. I see you trying to figure it. Like, why is this guy's pants so high? He's having, a, he's having a soapbox right now about me. Yeah. This dude was coming in with a Hawaiian shirt on and, you know. Just looked like a mess. Mess. Yeah. Like he's weekend at Bernie's. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, let's be professional, people. That's what he's saying. Yeah, this is a baby shower. Exactly. Dang exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So right away, my wife and I don't really like, we clown on people to each other to make each other laugh, but we're not really like, you know, I'm all about acceptance and belonging and all that stuff. But did right Summer get braids? Yes, she did. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Looks good. Yeah, I like it. I Sorry. Like it. Um, so she she goes, well, so it's like we're standing in line for tacos, and she's like, what's with this guy? <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I just start laughing, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, she made a comment about somebody, but she was just like, what are we like at a business meeting? She's like, I thought this was like a a baby shower. And I'm just like rolling my eyes. Like we're immediately laughing. And, uh, and like, so, okay, cut forward. This dude rolls up and like the Puerto Rican girlfriend and then him walk by and they straight up look alike. Okay. Side note. The dork is also a twin. Whoa. Yeah. So his twin is there. And his twin is like opposite. He's like, like he dresses like, you know, like Air Jordans, you know, nice jeans, sagging. Like he looks cool. He looks like a normal person. So business dork has a twin brother. Casual style, bro. Yes. Normal. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So now the story begins. I got to take notes. (laughs) So, me and my wife are hanging out. We're standing up. Puerto Rican girl and dork walk by at the same time. And then my wife goes, whoa. She's like, so wait, are you guys related? Are you like brother and sister? And then they both look at each other and they're like, what? They're like, no, because they're like not even like she's from Puerto Rico. He's from wherever, Mississippi or something. I don't know. But like they don't. They're not related at all. They're just like, one's a cousin, one's a girlfriend. Yeah. So they're like, no. And so my wife is like, Ser- seriously? She's like, you guys look like like twins. And then he's like, no, I'm, I am a twin, but my twin's over there. And then she's like, she's like, she, Spanish accent, like, no, like we're not related at all. And then she's like, my wife is like, no, you guys have the same eyes. Like, look at, she's like, babe, look. They have the same eyes. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys actually do like have the same eyes. And then he's like, well, she has green eyes and I have hazel eyes. He's like, like, so, so, like so square about it. And then so my wife is like somewhere around the, along the line. You guys look like she's like, I'm not really talking about the color. She's like, I'm talking about the shape. You guys have the same shaped eyes. OK, so Dork goes, well, yes, I agree that she really does have beautiful eyes, but. He's like, but they're, we're not related. 
So my wife doesn't really hear him say that she has beautiful eyes, right? She just hears him like barking. And then, so she goes, well, yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. So she says, yeah, and agrees with him that she has beautiful eyes. So then Dork takes that as he has beautiful eyes. And now my wife is picking up on him. No. Yes. And he is running with it. Whoa, that's a stretch. (laughs) That's a big stretch by anyone's standards. Dude. (laughs) And it's like, it's a TV show. He goes, well, yes, I agree. She has beautiful eyes. But, you know, we're not related. My wife, well, yeah, but I'm just saying. And then he's like, oh, well. Oh, well, thank you. So he goes. For taking my compliment to her. And applying it and to me. it back to me. <laughs> so he goes, immediately goes, well, you know, I'm spoken for. That's my girlfriend over there. Dude, I'm, I'm standing next. I'm like, we're like holding hands. <laughs> I'm spoken for. You know, that's my girlfriend over there. I know I'm a catch, but. <laughs> and, I, and so I'm picking up what's going down. And I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. And so my dad is seeing this go down. So my dad's like, no, this is my son. He's like, this is his wife. And so he's like, he's now he won't let it go. His ego is just, oh, he's, it's, yeah, he's just like, okay, I still got it. I still got it. And so he's like, well, yeah, you know, like he's kind of like, he's not saying it, but he's kind of like, well, I'm flattered. I appreciate the compliment. And he's like saying stuff like that. So then he starts talking, like he's trying to get more, you know, guy stuff. So like, so where are you from? Are you related to the family or, and then she's like, Oh yeah, she, my wife is just so oblivious. She's just kind of like, no, yeah, yeah. She just keeps going back to like, so wait, you do have a twin brother, and he's like fishing for more compliments. So yeah, so where are you from? So like, and she's like, yeah, we're from San Diego. But anyways, like, so you guys don't know each other, or like, Summer's just assuming that me and him are cousins, you oh. know. <laughs> so she's not picking up that he's like, you know, he's not interested. He's like, I don't, you know, it's a guy thing, you know. So I'm like, that's enough. That's enough. And, you know, and so he, he walks away, but he's not letting it go. So now he's trying to like, kind of get our attention. So he comes back with his girl and he like spins her around and then he like grabs her hand and kisses her hand. And they start like dancing all close. And me and my wife are standing like right next to the dance floor and I'm, my arms around her. We're not really paying attention. I'm just like, kind of just like just hanging out and i see this going down where he's like getting close to us he's like really trying to be like i know you're interested in me but like i want to let you know that like i'm a one woman man kind of vibe oh i started losing it i was like (laughs) i i go let's go i go babe let's go and i like grab her hand and then like i'm like let's go and she's like what's what's going on and i'm like this freaking stupid retard over here i'm like i know i shouldn't use language like that but i was like i was getting mad dude i was like yeah I was like, this stupid idiot. I'm like, I don't know who this fool is. I'm like, who is this clown? And I'm like, and she's like, what is, she's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm just like, I'm ready to go, dude. I'm ready to go. And like, and like, yeah. And you were not even drinking alcohol. Not even drinking. If I was drinking, I'd be like, bruh, this is my wife. She's not interested in your dorky self. With your, look at your pants, bro. <laughs> Anyways. That's how it went down. And um, I never talked to Beardy Dorky Fool again. I ain't trying to hear that right now. Wait, he had a beard? Yes, he did. <sighs> that changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> he had some beautiful eyes, though, Phil.
<laughs> Clearly. Beautiful. Beautiful eyes. <laughs> I think so. My wife thinks so. <laughs> That's hilarious. Gorgeous, gorgeous, flamboyant eyes. That's so funny, dude. All right. <laughs> Can we get on the subject of the day? Yeah. Enough about my family soapboxes and beardy dorky fools. Okay. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks. Mugs. Phone cases. Stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. I ain't trying to hear that right. What is wrong with you, Zildjian? What is wrong? What is wrong? What is what is what is what is wrong with you, Zildjian? Yeah. I am moving to Minel. Whether I have to pay full price or not. You're done with disease. Done with Zildjian. Done with you. Okay. Done. What is wrong with you, Zildjian? Yeah. Gosh. Done. What happened? Freaking done with Zildjian, dude. They just ghosted you still? All of the stuff, all of the all the soapboxes that I've been on for Zildjian, it's real. Yeah. It's real. Like, and I'm free. I'm just, the real deal, okay, I'm putting it on a little thick. I don't like to burn bridges and you know, but I I yeah, I'm I'm for sure I'm not gonna play Zildjian anymore. Like I I'm gonna I mean I have I, I I can't just afford to go replace my whole setup, but um I have to make moves to um purchase what I want. And yeah. I don't want to be seen playing Zildjians ever again. Wow. Yeah. That's big. <laughs> That's the deepest I mean, I've seen you go about them. That could change, but yeah, I'm done. I'm ready to move, dude. Uh, I'm ready to move. So let me give you the story, the long and the short. So I um I have a tour coming up. It's I have some to- like tours coming up. Legit, it's a legit band. You know, it's legit. Um, headline gigs. Yeah, you know, headline venue type gigs. Not like, and I'm not talking like. Very well known. Yeah. And, yeah. It, you know, it's 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 not everybody's cup of tea, the style of music, but it is like, it's pretty legit, especially for me. It's it's bigger than a lot of the stuff I've done. Um, most, most of the time I would be opening for like bands like this and trying to get endorsements and stuff. So this is like pretty legit. It's, um, it's pretty like, you know, it's not like we're not playing arenas or stadiums or anything like that, but there's festival dates. There's like, you know, and it's not like when I was in Swedehead, we're opening festivals. It's like, it's good. It's a good, it's a, it's a status quo, like status. I don't know. 
meeting the status of what it would take to get support. Um, and it's not because of like, I need free stuff. It's not because that it's because, you know, when you tour out on that level, that's how it works. You need support, you know? Yeah. Um, especially with a band. Well, I don't want to give it away, but you're going to be bashing. Yes. <laughs> Yes. You're going to be patching. Yes. So, and I mean, it's not going to be like, it's not like top secret or anything, but it's just like, I don't, I don't want to make any statements yet until like I'm counting off the first song, you know? Yeah. That's, that's kind of how I roll. I don't like, I just, and I don't think it's a big deal. I think it's just in line with what I do in my career. It's, um, you know, I've worked as a professional drummer for many years and I, you know, I don't want to, I don't like to make a big deal out of stuff something that's especially not a big deal like i work as a professional drummer and i tour and i play and i teach and i record and i do all that stuff so this is just another thing but the reason why i don't want to say anything at this moment is because you know i've had stuff fall through i've had stuff fall through with this band you know i was supposed to play with them five years ago yeah so anyways um yeah i never i never say anything until i'm like on the flight you know you know or on the bus Um, so anyways, you know, it's about a month and a half out and it's like, this is when you're like, everybody's calling everybody, you know, where I've been on for the last month, I've been on the phone with Sahir, like trying to get drums lined up and Aquarian trying to get heads set up and everything's getting shipped to rehearsals. And then, and then it'll be on the bus until we start touring. And, um, and so with Zildjian, you know, Zildjian has been a problem for me, not, not as far as their products, but as far as becoming an artist, like since 2006, 2007, I've been trying to become a Zildjian artist since 2006. Woo. And it hasn't been like super actively trying to do that, but like, like with during that time, like a couple of the reps were like, yeah, we're going to bring you on, man. And then it didn't happen. So I tried to get in with Istanbul and I did get in with Istanbul, but they were not giving me the support I needed. And I wasn't asking again, when I say the support that I need, there's something that needs to be state stated that needs to be clear. Like I'm not asking for anything for free ever. I understand that I'm not like an a level guy, even though we all think we're a level guys and we should get free stuff. I'm not asking for anything for free. Yeah. I'm more than happy to pay for what I want to play. And um, so, you know, I just was having a hard time with the AR rep with, you know, at, um, and I wasn't getting treated like I felt like I should be getting treated. I felt like I was getting treated like some no name dude that doesn't deserve to be treated fairly. And um, I feel like if I'm on tours and I'm, I'm playing in a band that's reputable and known and, not only that, like I, you know, I'm building my reach and I'm, you know, I wasn't doing what I'm doing now, but I just felt like I would be a good ambassador for that, you know, and they weren't, they weren't treating me. This isn't about Istanbul though, because I, I like, I really like their symbols too. Um, so anyways, it was like, I'm watching all these guys on the same tour, getting their symbols replaced, getting like their stuff, you know, getting floated stuff left and right and not me. And, and I'm like, you know, obviously we don't compare. I I know I'm trying, I'm giving a lot of disclaimers, but like, so that was one where I was just like, and it was the same thing with Vic Firth, Vic Firth and Zildjian go together. At that time I was like, 
I was told at least four times, we're going to bring you in to Vic Firth, the family, and we're going to hook you up. And then it was like, great, man. And then it was like, hey, we're coming to your show tonight. I'm bringing some of the people. Can you put us on? I would put like 15 people on the list and they wouldn't show up. Mm. And then like, it was like, oh yeah, uh, we're not going to be able to bring you on this, this quarter, but like, let's check back in in like three months and we'll bring you on. Mm. Okay, cool. You know, yeah, and whatever you can do, I would appreciate it. Let me know if there's any shows. Yeah, man, if you guys are playing at this place, yeah, like, yeah, can you get me in? Get me plus 10. Like, <laughs> oh my God, dude. Plus 10. And then I'll be like, I'm, I'm, I'm wiping out our whole guest list, dude. I can't do that. You know, and then I would do it. Find a way. Do it. These dudes are like not getting their wives in. And this dude would just not show up, you know? That's jacked. So up, I, I lost it with, with Vic Firth too. And obviously never brought me on, you know? And so it's, I, I'm, I'm already saying like a lot, this was years ago and I don't think that dude works there anymore. Okay. Well, anyways, you know, there's a, I have Zilge, my Zilge, I have a cracked, two cracked crashes, cracked hi-hats. I'm still playing gigs weekly with. Okay. Yeah. I feel like as a professional drummer, that is first of all, poor representation of a company. Yeah. Uh, not that I endorse them, but if, if I'm a professional drummer and I'm doing all the, all of the above recording sessions and TV stuff and gigs and whether it's wedding gigs or fly out dates or tours or whatever, I, I feel like, dude, if, if, if it was my company, I'd be like, well, dude, let me get you like a new t-shirt or like, let me get you some stuff that like represents my brand a little yeah. bit better, you know, and like, let me bring you on as an artist so that we can get replace the stuff that you have and get, you know, and I, I'm not saying I'm the only guy in the world. I understand, but I'm just saying that already is like kind of weird. So anyways, we reached out. The other thing is the two other dudes that were in the band that I'm going into are Zildjian artists, like full on. And so I'm jumping in the same band and so the tour managers and the tour tour people like the the tour manager and the stage manager reached out to Zildjian. Hey man, you know, our dude is moving on. We're but it's, you know, it's tour time again. We're really excited to be back on the road. We're hitting you up like we always did before a tour with some of these needs. We have a new drummer coming in. Here's his credentials. Like here's what he's done. And like, he's really, we're really interested in bringing him on as an artist because it'll make things easier, not only for the band, but for him. So here's a list of what he plays, you know, can you guys help us out and getting this stuff dialed for before our rehearsal is starting in August? Mm -hmm. Dude, it was like a copy and paste email of just like, Hey man, we really appreciate the loyalty and the love. I no, I chimed in. Hey man, yeah, you know, nice to meet you. I'm sure we've met before at Nam Show or whatever. Like, you know, um, big fan of Zildjian. Played Zildjian my whole life. Um, you know, it would be an honor to, you know, be supported, but to like be a part of the artist family, be a dream come true. I'd be over the moon with that. Yeah. And um, really like genuine, you know, I was, you know, it's like, I'm not, it's not how I roll. I'm not like, yeah, man, what's up? That This is what I'll take. You know, it's like, I'm not that guy. It's like really genuine and really like, Hey man, like, you know, let's, let's start like how we are with like with Aquarian and like masters of maple. Like I, dude, I have like hour long conversations on the phone with like Aquarian AR rep and Sahir and like from masters of maple and all that stuff. So it's like, dude, I don't know. 
So it's just like, it's fine, dude. These things happen. Like you can't get, you know, everything that you ask for, but it's like, I, I like people are like, you can't take it personal. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really taking that. They said no personal, but what I am taking personal is like, cause obviously we got an email back. That's like, yeah, man, uh, we appreciate it. But like, we're really limited on who we bring on, even though we are bringing people on, you know, we're not going to bring you on. <laughs> you know damn and it was like not like hey check back with us hey man we can offer a little bit of support for the tour like hey we can replace like we can give you some replacements at cost nothing like that it was just like yeah nah and um it was friendly it was very cordial but it was still like mm. and so i was like look i'm not trying to take it personal you know, even though I, I kind of am, there is some bitterness there. What I do take personal though, is that you didn't really look into who I am, you know, like you didn't, you just assume that I'm one of these dudes. Like I'm a black dude that plays drums, that plays gospel chops and I want free stuff. And that's the, yeah. that, that may not be what's happening, but that's the, that's the vibe I got. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. They yeah, mentioned it my sounds, it sounds like, they didn't really look into you because I I don't understand why they wouldn't bring you on. I don't I don't either. Like I, you, <laughs> I they more, mentioned more than qualified. They mentioned my reach. <laughs> they said you know especially with drummers that like it's it has no I, no real reflection of your playing. They're like it's just this decision is made based on like what a drummer can bring to the Zildjian family and like you know the reach that they have. And so I'm like, okay, so you're basing this on followers. So they checked your Instagram page. Most that, likely. that what's going on? I, I assume that's what they did. But, yeah, dude, but the thing is... The, that just speaks volumes, dude. The bands that I play with, though, have the reach that they're talking about. And like, I'm, I, I'm like, I, I don't get that. I don't get that. And if you combine everything, I'm like, my company and my, my, my brand, I mean, my, and then myself and the bands that I play with, and then like the credentials that I do have and the type of brand, brand brand ambassador I would be. That's where it should start. It shouldn't start with like, well, you know, so-and-so that only makes 30-second clips on Instagram has 50,000 followers, so we're going to sign him. Like when he's not really being a brand ambassador, he's not really helping you sell stuff. He just has a reach. That, that burns me, man. And, um, I mean, yeah, it sounds like, I mean, it sounds like a giant corporation decision, like, absolutely. A, like a giant, we don't have a personal touch. Absolutely. We're the biggest symbol company in the world type of thing. And so that <laughs> led me to where people are mistaking me for taking it personal, but people that are saying that I'm taking it personal don't really know me. Because I've ranted about this exact same thing on this show. And that's what leads me to be like, hold on a second. Like, why do I play Zildjian? Mm -hmm. Because everything that I talk about on this show about the stupid idiot suits in the drum industry that don't actually know what drummers want and don't, you know, even look at drummers like me that are real drummers out there really doing it. Mm hmm. They're the problem with our drum industry. And so I started thinking, like, I was like, hold on a second. Hold on. I need to rethink this. Like, do I play Zildjian's because 
I love the sound and I just I think that's that's what shapes me. I'm like, no. I don't I don't play Zildjian's for that. I play Zildjian's out of convenience. Like if I crack an A custom, I know I can get an exact A custom. And like it's a big brand and it, it it's, it's it's that's it. It has nothing to do with like this is my sound. This is my look. This is I want to align myself with this company. It goes against all of that. Yeah, they're available and consistent. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And so and then I was like, you know, I, I take it personal. What I do take personal is for me, like I felt like in that moment when I got that that thing, that email, I felt like I work my tail off to be present in my community. I do things every single day for free in my community, in the drum community to help, you know, and I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back, but I try every day to make a difference in the drum community. I try to base so much on helping drummers feel like they belong. Mm -hmm. And I try my best to be different and stand out as different and like to have my own style. And I try my best to like, I finally kind of gotten over a hurdle of feeling like I belong here. And I, and I, you know, and I, I feel like I'm getting that acceptance from other drummers. And then when I got that email, it immediately made me feel like I'm not a drummer. I'm not worthy. Like I'm not accepted in my own community. I felt like a company like that is making me feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not really the kind of, you're not a real drummer. You know, and that, that sucks. That's not like, I don't play drums for that. Their stupid acceptance. Yeah. And so, well, it sounds like a company that, um, you don't want to represent. Exactly. And so that's what I said was like, (laughs) Like that sounds like it immediately changed my thinking of like, you know, like I, I feel like I don't belong here. Like I'm, I, I don't, and I started looking at the roster and I'm like, yeah, I'm not on the level of these guys. So I guess that's why. And I'm like, hold on at that. Yeah. Hold on a second. And I was, I'm like all sorts of fools on the roster. I, I started thinking <laughs> that's the problem. It's companies <laughs> like that, that make drummers like me feel like we don't belong in our own community. That is a problem. That is a problem. And I don't want to align myself with somebody like that. No way. No way. I don't care if they're the biggest company in the world. I don't care if it burns a bridge. I don't care. I would pay full price for any other symbols than that. I don't want to, I don't want to participate in that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I was, I was bummed. I was pretty bummed. And, um, you know, and I, and I'm just like, you know, because it's a company that they don't have any loyalty to me and that's fine. And I don't, I don't expect them to, and who knows if they know who I am, I don't care. But the problem is, is there is still a sense of loyalty for me because I've played that, that brand my whole life. And yeah. it's like, I've, I've promoted them. Like I, people have asked people all the time, like weekly, daily email me and ask about my hi hats and ask about my crash symbol and ask about, Hey, what ride is that? Oh man. And I've, I've streamed live and I've like gone on these whole, I've gone on whole tangents on like the special dry series and how great they are and why I bought this symbol full price because I love the sound and I love the way, it, you know, I'm shit. And like, I'm shaping my whole sound based on this series and all of this stuff. And I'm like, 
Like I'm already a brand ambassador and that was just willingly. You don't even know that. You expect that mm-hmm. from drummers like me. And so I'm like, this is why we came up with Drum Brigade Drumsticks. Because I got sick and tired of companies like that that made me feel like I'm not worthy enough to use their drumsticks as my tools. That's why I was like, you know what? I'll make my own sticks. I don't need to try to get an endorsement to get some tour support. And guess what? I call the manufacturer that makes my, my drumsticks and I get that they're first rate hickory. They're exactly like I want. They look how I want. They play how I want. And they're the same price. They're less than what I would pay to get my artist cost with Vic Firth. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, a lot of people wouldn't do it that way, but that's how I roll, man. That's how I roll. And so I'm like, you know what? I've been saying it for two years on this show. That like, I wish I could play Minel. Why am I saying that? Why am I trying to make my Zildjian sound like Minel? Playing special dries, sound all trashy and dark like Minel's. Why am I doing that if I don't play Minel's? I've said it. I've said it blatantly. I'm throwing it out in the universe. I want to play Minel cymbals. <laughs> and then I'll go buy a Zildjian. <laughs> What am I doing? Like, and, and I, I, I talk to all my students. I talk to so many people about like, dude, you should play. If you're going to pay for it, play what you want. Yeah. And so I'm like, what? Why would I like, why do I have a sense of loyalty to a brand that isn't loyal to me at all? Mm-hmm. And they like, like all the credentials that, that need to be met. I meet like all of like a lot of your artists that are on your webpage have no tour dates. They're sitting at home and they're playing local gigs for parties or they're streaming live. And all the people that you are freaking like falling over for, you know, are not doing anything. They're not touring. They're not out there working. They're not doing anything. And, and so I'm like, Hey, you know, like it is what it is, man. I'm not, I'm not trying to put you guys on blast, even though I kind of am. I'm saying, as far as me and my career and how I roll in my and what I do, I don't I don't like I don't really I don't really kick it with people like that. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't like people like that in the drum industry. I don't like people like that. Like I'm not I'm not the guy that you think I am. I'm not I didn't grow up playing in church, man, and I don't I don't want free stuff. Like I'm a working freaking blue collar drummer, dude. And like, I feel like, I feel like I deserve at least support. I'm paying for it, dude. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not expecting anything. I'm not demanding anything, but I'm asking, you know, based on my credentials and based on my history and my career, I'm asking for support, a relationship. Yeah. And you, if you're going to say no, and it's not about you saying no, because sometimes people say no. People ask me all the time to record for them, and I say no, because it doesn't fit my brand and my image and my thing, and like it will lo- lower my legacy. But like, I'm friendly about it, man. I really appreciate like, you know, your interest in me recording drums for you. I'm going to kindly, like what do I say? I, I normally say like, I'm going to kindly um, decline, decline this offer though. Yeah. Most of the time because it's free. <laughs> they're, they're not willing to pay, but yeah. like, um, you know, and, and it, I, I just, I just don't get why there would, uh, 
you know, some people like I get it, it the, the, but it determined it, it determined for me. What I'm trying to say is it determined for me that, oh, I learned a little bit about this company that I've loved for so many years that they're exactly what I always call the problem in our industry. Mm-hmm. And they prove that. So that makes me not want to align myself or play their products, period. Yeah, I'm just going to go out there and say it. F the Zildjians, dude. <laughs> what is wrong with you, Zildjian? <laughs> you can't. You can't really. I can't really say that. You know, I really, I really do. Um, I think they're the biggest, biggest symbol company in the world. Um, arguably. Uh, you know, I just feel like things would be a lot different if I had, you know, a hundred thousand followers, and it, I, I could be the worst drummer in the world. Which that's that's so lame, dude. That's what do you freaking know? You're not a, you, you know, it's like, well, that's just it. You know, they're looking for, <laughs> they don't look at you as, as someone as a part of a team or someone that's they're building a relationship with. Yeah. They look at you as how many units can he sell? Exactly. How many units, how much are we going to profit off this guy? That's not like a two way thing. They're not like, like <laughs> let's, let's build a relationship. Let's develop things. Let's make, like, how can we make this work? Yeah. Like that's that should be the mentality with a drummer, like a reputable drummer or like a a a qualified drummer. It's just insane. Even if they were just like I mean they could just be like, "Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll give you 25% off." Yeah. And, you know, let us know if you crack something, we'll send we'll send you a fresh one. We're the biggest company in the world. We have thousands of symbols just sitting in a warehouse, so <laughs> it's easy for us. They could, it could, like, I get that would have been such an easy like thing to do, but they're 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 still it's just all about the numbers. And I think that um that sucks. I I get it, dude. Like I get it. I don't want to. I mean, it's not that simple. We're coming out of a pandemic. We're coming out of a situation where you know every every company was kind of shut down, and they let a bunch of people go, and they let their AR rep that's been an AR rep for years, they let her go, and some other people go, and. So I get that. I get that. But this, you know, this is not just something that happened over the weekend. This is like, this has been years. This has been years of me trying to smooth and trying to be like, see, I belong. Hey, I just had an article come out in a magazine and I just had, I'm on a tour. Here's a list of tour dates. Can I send you all this stuff? I started a company. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. It's like, and then it's like, okay, this is my last time. This is it. Like, this is a this is a pretty good gig. This is a big tour. I I mean, dude, like, I understand that everything everything's tough out there. All companies, you know, had to, had to deal with some rough a rough patch over yeah. the last year, and it, like, I understand that. But, dude, like, no, <laughs> no, dude, you've been you've been you've been repping their brand for free. You've yeah. been paying them to rep their stuff yeah. hard for a long time, like since I've known you, and they're stupid to not take you on. I'm just like... I appreciate it's, that, It's man. absolutely... They're, they're insane, and it's, it's their loss, because now they've lost you. <laughs> I, well, I said this morning, you know, and I, this sounds bitter, but I said, you know, it's, it's a shame, because I'm somebody that supported and backed and did the thing, and... I, I loyally played only Zildjian cymbals, but 
but yeah. but now it's like not only did they lose like a, a, a an, an artist like a, an endorsee somebody that was an ambassador for their brand but they also lost a customer because i'm not going to buy anything zildjian or i'm not going to tell my students to ever buy that stuff either it's stupid and that, they are, like you're a true believer you yeah, loved man. you loved them I'm just, um, I, you know, <laughs> I, like, I, yeah, it, it, like I said, I don't want to give the wrong impression. I get that this is a tough situation because of the pandemic. And I understand that. That's what he said, you know, that we've we've had to cut back on bringing on new artists. But there was like a disclaimer, like, although we are bringing on new people, like you will see some new people come on, but we can't accept everybody who applies. I'm like. I don't know, man. I don't think I'm ev- anyone. Like Dude, I that. don't know. F that. I, it could, sounds I mean, they, arrogant, they, but they could have they could have left the window open. There, there could have been like that's what I mean. Maybe down the road, let's keep in touch. They could have done. They could have handled that any number. That's of ways the point. Differently than they did. And hey, man, we whatever. can't support you on this time, this tour right now. But you know, let's give it some time. Let us recover from the pandemic. And like, I would be like, okay, cool. Yeah. At least, you know, at least there's hope, but like, you know, and then I would have relied on something else to get somebody else to get some replacements or just rentals or whatever from SIR or something. But you know, it's like a lot of the companies could say that I hit up Aquarian and it was just like, yeah, man, like, what do you need? You know? And it's like, let's just get me in touch with a guy and we'll ship it out this week, you know? And yeah. And they just moved. Yeah. Yeah. They had they had did deal with the pandemic, dude. They just moved their whole company, and they're like, "Yeah, we got you." I I hit up the <laughs> the manufacturer for the drum brigade sticks, and normally my um minimum is a certain amount, like minimum order. But then I'm ordering like I want to order like I might change a little bit and do like a, a signature stick. Ooh. And um, he's like, "Yeah, man, your minimum is this," and it was like cut in half. So like I can literally order like a few. <laughs> And they're just like, yeah, no problem. Just let us know where to ship. Like, I mean, it's like all this stuff is just like any, any of my current endorsees or endorsements, like a, a head armor cases. Anytime I call that dude and it's just like, I'm like, hey, man, you know, I need a new symbol bag. Just like, yeah, man, just like, you know, you know, the drill. And like, it's it's like I get it. But like, like. Like Aquarians, like yeah, we aren't bringing on anybody new, even if people recommend their friends or anything. They're like, we we've shut that down. But I also feel like if the right guy came along, and was like, hey, I know you're not bringing anybody on. I know we're not like, I'm not asking for anything for free. I'm just asking for you know, it it helps my notoriety to be like an endorsed artist on their roster. But it also gives yeah, it's, you guys know how it works, man. It's just it is what it is. It's 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 stupid. And I they have the right to say no. And that's not what this is about. This is about, you know, the drum industry and how the drum industry makes guys like us feel. And and um, it's it's not necessarily the fact that they're saying no, but it's the fact that they're allowing guys that I always talk about on this show that have taken advantage and gotten way more than they should for free and not actually sold anything for them and not not actually acted as a brand ambassador for them that have caused some bitterness for me to be like i'm not that guy why don't you give me a chance and see that this is a good decision mm-hmm. you know instead of giving me a blatant generic response and like 
Yeah, it sounds why like don't they you copied t- a boilerplate. Yeah. Just like filled in a couple of things. Why don't you take into consideration like the type of brand ambassador I have been for you guys throughout the years and like take into account what I have to offer and like maybe work something out. Like, hey, we can't give you free stuff. Okay, I wasn't asking for free stuff. You know, what can we do to make you more of a like more make this work well let's talk about it maybe i can like i have a wholesaler's license i have a a business license maybe i can help you guys sell maybe i can get some product for my studio and like help my students to get in into the zildjian family you know how many people ask me about silent symbols and how many of my students would buy them (laughs) yeah you know it's like maybe we start with that yeah it's like you guys are freaking stupid yeah so i'm just like Nah, I'm going to start a relationship with somebody else or even if they don't at this point, dude, even if Minel is like, Hey, you know, we're not taking on any new artists. And like, even if at that point it's like that, I don't care. Like I, I just, I feel like as a brand, I feel like I fit in a little bit more there. I don't feel like I, you know, and I'm not saying, I don't know if I'll be able to get an endorsement with anybody right now, but, um, I just feel like, uh, there's a lot of other companies out there that I would like to explore. I feel like I've never been a fan of Pisces symbols. And now I'm like, wow, their stuff looks and sounds good. And like, I would consider playing Pisces symbols, you know? Yeah. They make some good stuff. And like, but no one is standing out to me more than Minel. And I think there's a lot of people like me that are trying to get in with them. And, um, I think at, at this point I will take any kind of support, if they were like, we can only give you 10% off, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> like, here's mm-hmm. my credit card number, you know? So um, I will take I will take any support from, like, Minel, like, or just – I would take anything, even if they were just like, hey, man, we can't do anything for you, but we like you. <laughs> I would be like, oh, man, that's great. I love you guys, you know? <laughs> I, I just feel like I'm more of a fit. I feel like I'm more of a fit over there. Um, I feel like I'm more of a fit than like, I just don't fit in at Zildjian. No way. Looking at the roster of people, I'm like, I'm not one of these guys. Yeah. Not that they're bad. It's just, I'm not, I'm not one of those guys, the guys that they pay attention to. I'm not, I'm not one of those guys and I wouldn't be one of the guys that they pay attention to. So all the things that I do as far as like online stuff, teaching, gigging, touring, I feel like that's the stuff that a lot of the drummers on the minor roster do. They have a really, really, really big presence in teaching, and it's practical teaching. It's not like melt your face with how fast I can do this stuff <laughs> teaching. It's practical. Like I use a lot of the stuff on the Zildjian website for teaching. Um, not anymore. Well... <laughs> you know, but, but, but think about mine, like Orlando drummer, Mike Johnston. Um, uh, I, I don't know. There's a bunch of other guys on there, but those are the two guys that stand out to me that are really modern, hip, sleek, like proper modern day teachers. And I don't see the same thing on Zildjian. They have guys that are like, that have, you know, that are professors at colleges that are, you know, marching band. They have a lot of great drummers on their roster, but I'm just saying that the way that Minel pays attention to the details like that is more appealing to me. 
Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's more of a fit for, for what I would like to be in my community. And the sounds are amazing. Yeah, it makes some good They stuff. take chances and they, they are paving their own path. They're, they're making their own path in symbols. They're not copying anybody. Mm-hmm. And as a result, everybody's copying them. I don't care what you say. The Zildjian special dries are copying Minel's sound. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so that's it, what man. What is wrong with you, Zildjian? I ain't trying to hear that right now. That's it. Brutal. Yeah. yeah. People better get used to seeing me playing something else. <laughs> I don't care what it is, dude. Um, I'm not really like I, I have a I have an issue with um bespoke like small boutique places. Not bespoke, but like boutique smaller companies. I'm I I made that mistake once for like a year. I jumped ship and went to a small company. And it was a nightmare, dude. It was a stinking nightmare. You couldn't get anything from them like replacements and stuff were one thing they they were really good about replacements but like if it was like hey i'm flying out to europe and i need like we need to rent this stuff for like a one-off mm-hmm. they were like rent like what you're gonna have to like take your symbol bag with you you know and i just don't want to do that i don't want to do that um so it's a complicated situation especially after a pandemic man yeah complicated yeah nothing is as simple as it used to be it's the truth um it's a bummer because it's it it was so simple back in the day when i was younger touring and um it's just like once you're in first of all these companies were like it was hard to get in but most of the time if you had tour dates you were in you know if it was like a reputable tour like it wasn't like a diy tour Mm -hmm. but um you know, and they were companies were more willing to grow with you. Um, they weren't just like they would like. I felt like it was it was before the big like there was social media, but it wasn't like that. You know, I felt like the companies were willing to to take a chance on you or grow with you or like refine you. You know, help you develop your sound with their products, and then but you know you're helping them too by being a buzz band, being in a buzz band, or like. Yeah, whatever. But I just, it's not about the support. Like I said, it's not about like that. They said no to me. And like, how could they say no to me? It's like that. I understand that. Like it's not, a, it, sometimes things don't work out. Um, sometimes it's just not a fit. Sometimes you just can't, you don't have the budget. I get that. I just, um, I just, I'm just, I'm just, I just don't like certain aspects of the drum industry. I, I like, I, in fact, I like hate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, um, that stupid Nam show mentality, man. I'm just so over it. And, uh, and I also don't like feeling like I don't belong in the community that I've been a part of since I was three years old. Yeah. F that. Yeah. No, don't make me feel like I'm inferior. F that. Get out of here with that. Why? Because I'm not like Mike Mangini. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. So I'm going to call DJ Ross, DJ Ross. Handle this. Handle this, fool. Yeah. Put in your earpiece. <laughs> I'm on it, guys. I'm on it. <laughs> Over. I'm on it. Over. <laughs> um, is that it, Phil? It's a big one today. Yeah. Serious. I'm hungry. I'm really hungry. I'm hungry, dude. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm going hungry. 
<laughs> uh, no Zach Nager today, but he will be back next week. Thank Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I kind of draw the line at poop. <laughs> um, dude, DJ Ross. You might as well, you know, we have a ponytail. <laughs> you might as well, you know, we have a ponytail. That's exactly. He's describing DJ Ross, dude. Um, love you, Zildjian. Thanks for the years of support, Zildjian. <laughs> love you guys. Love you, Zildjian. This fool sucks. Um, I mean, I'm not going to buy him. Hold on. I mean, I'm not going to buy him. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to buy him. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> Uh, this is show, I think, 115 or 16. I think it's, it's 14. 14. Drum Brigade podcast. Uh, we are here and now, and we thank you guys for listening to us. Sorry we took off last week. We failed to just be on the river drinking White Claws. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we'll be back at you. Coming back next week, I think. Should be. Um, if you guys want um, some merch and stuff like that, we have all kinds of stuff on the Drum Brigade website. No, and, um, it is 115. 115. See, I I'm told sorry. you. I told you. <laughs> he doesn't even realize. <laughs> uh, we also have Drum Brigade drumsticks back in stock, people. So if you want them, they're on the website. 10 bucks each. Uh, five A's, five B's, seven A's. Looking right at them. So um, especially for you teachers, man. Hit me up if you want to know any information about why they're a good teaching tool. Uh, all right, guys. So um, thank you guys again. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Corey. Yeah. Thanks, Ilgen. What is wrong with you, Ilgen? I mean, I'm not going to him. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things, or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe. Get